Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21. Thanks for joining us. We're continuing our study about the Antichrist as he's revealed in biblical prophecy. And today, we're talking about the Antichrist and realistic prophecy. Sometimes folks just want to hear all the good news, and there's very good news in biblical prophecy, but if you are honest and look at the full spectrum of biblical prophecy, there are serious warnings coupled with the extremely good news, and we need both, not one or the other. And there is a what I call master of realistic prophecy, is an ancient church writer by the name of Tychonius. And Tychonius was a writer of a full commentary on the book of Revelation. I believe it's the first one that we have from any ancient church writer. He wrote that commentary in the year 380 or thereabout. And that commentary, Tychonius's commentary on the book of Revelation, uh, was used by the church for 800 years. And in addition to that, his whole view of what was going on in the world and the church dramatically influenced St. Augustine. Tychonius was writing about 40 years before St. Augustine, and St. Augustine acknowledged him as a writer and modified his views somewhat. You know, St. Augustine's worldview, so to speak, in the city of God, there are basically two cities in this world, and the mistake would be like, oh, we're all big one happy family, and St. Augustine said, no, there's the city of God, there's a distinct uh, ethics, there's a distinct a group of people that's separate from, although living in the same geographical locations, the city of man. These two are coexisting. Well, Tychonius was a little bit more uh, insightful, you might say, on those events. He, like St. Augustine, separated the city of man from the church, but Tychonius saw that in the church, there were two parts. And we're going to talk about that today. In other words, there's the uh, good part and a phony part, you might say, within the church. And this is what it's um, what I would term the realistic prophecy. The realism is that in the church, there were prophesied to be problems. There are problems, and there will be problems, serious ones, and that's what Tychonius tried to alert us to. So he would basically see three parts of humanity, okay? Uh, those who are outside the church, part one, inside the church, the counterfeit, the phonies, and the real deal. And so you have three all together. If you want to dig into this further with Tychonius, we've already gone through him uh, in some of our episodes in Luke 21. If you look at episodes 264, 65, and 66, 
you'll learn a lot about Tychonius. He's, he's a very interesting person. And the reason I think he's worth studying is that a person in our day who's no longer with us, but a person in our day who just was a penetrating thinker in theology and the scriptures is Pope Benedict XVI, and he called Tychonius a great theologian, and uh, he had been studying Tychonius ever since, I think it was uh, 1953, and then he wrote a, a riveting article in 1956 about a paganism that has invaded the Catholic Church. And these, this is a very realistic thing. And if you go to LifeSite News and look for an article talking about the final confrontation, end times through the lens of Fatima and Benedict XVI, it's only a 16-page article. But I dare say if you read it three or four times, you'll probably never be the same in your view of things. So let's, let's see what we're talking about here, about could there be two parts to the church? And again, our topic is the Antichrist and realistic prophecy. I'm going to return to 1 John. And John wrote three short letters just before the book of Revelation, and the book of Revelation was written also by St. John. But the bottom line, I'm just going to give it to you in four words. There are, quote, antichrist in the church. What? <laughs> Unquote. See, that's the realistic part. And if you want everything's hunky-dory, go ahead, believe that. But that's not realism. And a lot of people who don't get the realistic part of prophecy might become scandalized and be want, just jump ship, or you might be considering joining the Catholic Church. And I don't want any part of that because there's problems in there. Well, this is what St. John said. Again, remember, this is the same St. John who wrote the book of Revelation. Little children, it is the last time. That means we're in the last phase of human history with the coming of Christ. And as you have heard that Antichrist— shall come, okay? Antichrist singular shall come. That's the Antichrist that we all have heard about uh, coming to earth, causing havoc and persecution before the second coming of Christ. But then he goes on to say, even now there are many Antichrists. In other words, capital A Antichrist singular and small a Antichrist plural. And so, yes, there's an Antichrist at the end of the age, but between now and then, there are still problems, Antichrist problems. And he goes on to say, they went out from us. The many, plural, Antichrist went out from us. What does that mean? They were in the church. The realistic thing, and he's, and he's trying to tell these early Catholics that you need discernment. Because there's false prophets, there's little antichrist teaching error, fatal error, and try to infect the church, and you need to use your discernment. This was happening in the first century. This was the apostolic church. He says, they went out from us, but they're not of us. Now, we have a double problem today, okay? 
if somebody's teaching air and comes up with some crazy idea, like, you know, it's okay to give church blessings to same-sex marriages or something like that, well, clearly, you know, they're not teaching Christianity at all. And in St. John's Day, they would have just departed and started their own little church of uh, First Church of Happening Now, what the latest thing is. But today, they stick around. They don't leave. So it makes it even more difficult to discern both the true and the false within the church. And this is very important because you could even send your children to many Catholic colleges and you could have professors that aren't teaching truth, but are teaching according to the spirit of Antichrist. And they need to know this and have their discernment cap always on. And one of the passages in the Gospels that teaches this in a very sober way is found in the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter 13. And just so happens we're kind of at a crossroads between my two radio shows, one, Faith and Family. We're studying the Gospel of Matthew, and we're in Matthew 13. And now we come to Matthew 13 here in Luke 21. But if you look at episode 451, of Faith and Family Radio, you'll find my in-depth treatment of the parable of the wheat and the tares, or sometimes called the parable of the wheat and the weeds in Matthew 13. But in a nutshell, this is what's going on. Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to, and if you get a hold of my Faith and Family episode 451, you'll see that the kingdom of heaven is talking about the reign of God that has come from heaven is on earth and it is in the church. So the parables in Matthew 13, all seven of them, are talking about God's reign in the church, although it might not be obvious to everyone. And so he says, uh, a man sowed good seed in a field. That would be Jesus and the wheat is the good seed coming up. But at night, enemies came and sowed weeds in the midst of the field. Now, the weeds that they sowed in the midst of the field were not weeds that are like in my garden today. They're rather obvious, and I need to get to work. But these weeds were probably uh, a variety of a plant called darnel. And darnel looks very much like wheat while it's growing up and in the process of maturing. It's only at the end of the age that the darnel and the wheat start looking different, and then they can be distinguished. And Jesus says, don't go try to prematurely yank those weeds out because it's very hard to tell the true from the phony. Now, wait till the end of the age, and at the end of the age, there will be a certain maturity between these two, and a certain consistency. The, the good will become mature in their good, because to remain good as you hit the end of the age, you're going to have to be good or you're going to fall away, and the bad are going to become more consistently bad. They'll become obvious. And so the realism that I'm trying to get at through both this parable and especially First John, where St. John says, there's many Antichrists already in the first century. So you just can't say, well, I'm not going to 
join the Catholic Church today because there's problems. Well, the Catholic Church had problems while St. John was still alive, probably before he wrote the book of Revelation. So you could say, well, I'm never going to join the church that Jesus started. Well, that's your choice, but I don't think that's a good choice. Or you might say, I'm a member. I'm going to jump. Why? Because there's problems. Well, St. John says there are going to be mega problems. Antichrist are a mega problem. And that's why he wrote 1 John. He says there's even the spirit of the Antichrist. You need to be aware of this. This is going on. And, he, you know, you don't leave, but you discern. And you become strong in your faith and become mature in your faith so that you can resist these things. But be aware that at the end of the age, Jesus warns that he will send his angels out and gather out of his kingdom, that is his church. There's a church in which there's both good and bad, a church in which there's even antichrist, small a plural antichrist, and he will pull them out of the church. And so don't be thrown because the closer we get to the end of the age, the Darnell, the weeds are starting to get more and more and more mature, and they're going to be showing their colors. Don't bail. Get strong in the true faith. Stay close to Jesus. Stay in the scriptures. And if you have a question, you go to the catechism of the Catholic Church that St. John Paul II left us. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to episode 341 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at luke21.com.